And now, on with the show. Welcome, everyone. Once again, here we go. It's time for another episode of Weekend Watch. Ah, uh, yeah. Show, where we talk about movies and TV shows uh, that you can stream this weekend on all your favorite streaming services. I got a dog whining next to me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted already. Uh, yeah, well, we're here. Uh, like I said, Weekend Watch, a production of Green Mushroom Media. Ooh. I know, right? What's that, Keith? What is I that? Like- I like the sound of that. That is our, our podcast conglomerate, the network in which we keep our shows. Conglomerate. Got a <laughs> Make it sound like, like a big multinational. Yeah. Because uh, we got lots of shows now. We're up to three different podcasts. So if you're into gaming, lots. you should go check out Green Mushroom Gaming, where we talk about video games and video game news and tech news and all kinds of stuff going on in that section of the world. Uh, we also have another show called it's called soccer here where we discuss uh the premier league and everything happening in the new season of the premier league um from the you know the perspective of a couple of uh stinky little americans <laughs> yeah it's fun i like that one a lot yeah we're having a lot of fun with it so check out our other shows you can find them on all the same places you can find this show uh go and give them a listen also while we're at it i want to give one shout out real quick to our Big old patron, Dylan. Uh, man, Dylan, thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for supporting the network. If you others out there also want to support the show and the network, hop on over to our website, greenmushroommedia.com, where you can find a link to our Patreon. Click that link, join, give us $5 a month, uh, we, and uh, help support the show. We got a lot of things in the pipe right now regarding uh, you know perks, perks for our patrons. So we're hoping to have a lot of exclusive stuff coming down that's only accessible uh, if you join our Patreon. I'm excited. I'm excited for more content from Green Mushroom Media. Definitely. We're having a lot of fun with it. So get in on the ground floor. All right. Enough of all of that. Let's get into talking about some movies and stuff. Yeah, movies. We got some good ones this week. I picked a theme this week. Uh, I called it Historical Week. I didn't really know what that meant at the time. I assumed it would be things like, uh, you know, movies about... Stuff that happened in the past. You thought which, wrong. Which, which it is a little bit. But, uh, you know, Keith, you took it a, a bit of a different direction. So let's get into what we're talking about here on Historical Week. I'm going to oh, go yeah. first. Uh, I'm going to go first and kind of exemplify what I was looking for when I picked <laughs> this theme. Uh, <laughs> my pick this week. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, oh, he's going down. Oh, the concert's the catching up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got in late last night from a concert, so I'm losing my voice a little. All right. My pick for this week is the 2020 film, uh, 1917, directed by Sam Mendes. Uh, During World War II, two British soldiers, Lance Corporal Schofield and Lance Corporal Blake, receive seemingly impossible orders. In a race against time, they must cross over into enemy territory to deliver a message that could potentially save 1,600 of their fellow comrades, including Blake's own brother. Uh, it's rare we get movies about World War One at all, and this one was exemplary. Uh, Man, it's amazing. It, it, the the cinematography is phenomenal. It's filmed as though the entire movie were one take. 
Um, there's some clever and, cuts disguised in there, but it, it does feel that way throughout the whole thing. Yeah, they nailed it. Like you, you definitely get where they're cutting, but man, they nailed it. I, I can't, I can't think of another film that that does something this close to being a single take. Yeah, it, it's it's incredible how well it was shot. Sam Mendes, I, I, this is one of his passion projects. He's been trying to make this for a long time, uh, and somebody finally gave him the money to do it, and he he did really well. Uh, the cast was phenomenal. Um, two love- relatively unknown actors to play the main characters, uh, George McKay and Dean Charles Chapman. Uh, but still a lot of good names surrounding them, you know, supporting uh, supporting characters. Uh, Mark Strong, Colin Firth, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, Andrew Scott. Of, yeah, yeah, Andrew Scott for sure. Yeah, a lot of a lot of big names kind of to round it out, but the main cast were, were relatively unknown at the time, and, and I think they just did... They, they knocked it out of the park. I love the way, uh, again, the way it was shot, but also the way they brought these big names in. You know, like you said, our, our main characters were were not so well known, at least in the United States. I don't know about UK. Um, they And they were wonderful, great characters, very well portrayed. But the way they sprinkled these big names in there, because the way of the flow of this movie, you're always moving on. You're moving from place to place. You're always moving. So you never are with any of these big names for very long. They get very little time on screen, but it's so meaningful to the character, to the story. It has such huge impact. Like uh, it's, it's incredible how they wrap everything up in this story. It, It really is. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. And that, that pacing, that, that, rapid sense of going from location to location really gives a kind of sense of dread throughout the whole thing that i don't know i thought it was it achieved what it was going for like really hitting you with that emotion creating that atmosphere that sense of dread that that sense of 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 not having any safety yeah you're just open in the wild the whole time the the wild war and world war one is brutal it's trench warfare like it's it's fucked up what this guy's having to do what these these two characters are having to do to get to where they're going like it's is so unsafe they're having to do it it's risky it's unsafe um and man it it doesn't drag either Uh, it sounds like a movie that would drag this single shot moving from one place to another um, and it, it's a fairly far distance that they have to go in a, in a small amount of time, and it, it doesn't drag. It keeps you in it the entire time. Yeah, it, it frantic was the feeling yeah. that I got from it. Definitely. Uh, and just a great story about a very brutal war that hold, really doesn't pull any punches. Right. Um, so I don't know. That, that, was, that was my recommendation. It's currently streaming on both Peacock. Actually, just Peacock. It's on Peacock. Yeah. So check that out. It's 1917. Phenomenal. This Phenomenal. movie came out to theaters like um like two months before the pandemic shut everything down. Yeah. It was one of the last movies Laura and I went to see in the theater. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, why don't we move on to something that is also technically h- historical, but also <laughs> fucking wild. So Keith, what do you got? I pulled a fast one on you a little bit because like, I knew what you were asking for and I I didn't want to do it because I... It, I didn't want like the same the same talk over the same movies over a different war like every time, right? <laughs> so I, mean, I went. We, a, there's plenty of other history that's not just about World War One and Two. 
Yeah, but there wasn't. Uh, honestly, I look. There's not that much streaming that we haven't already discussed, and that was that was the tough part portion of this was finding a good one that I wanted to talk about that was streaming that wasn't just going to be the same conversation. And this Fair one, enough. this movie is is it has some historical bits in it, but it, it is by no way historically accurate. It's RRR on Netflix, and holy shit. Buckle up, hold on yep. to your butts. It's gonna be a wild three hours. Yeah. And... So this one had been blowing up on social media. Everyone has been talking about this movie, uh, and I'm kind of glad you picked it because I was like, "Yeah, I'll watch it eventually." And then you picked it, and I was like, ah, "Guess I got to now." Got to watch it. Got to. And I was I was apprehensive because of the three hour thing. Um, I mean, every Bollywood movie is that long. It's it's Bollywood. It gives you like little breaks and refreshers little like music breaks and stuff you don't have to you don't have to be so invested throughout the whole three hours you know what i mean you kind of like mentally check out here and there and i love it i love i don't know i love the action i love the way they did this is the story of the freedom fighters uh i'm gonna i i know beam and raju like that that's how i don't know if i want to try and say the rest of their names so you have Ram and Beam. Uh, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Aluri Situ, Sitarama Raju. Sitarama, Sitarama Raju, yeah. yeah. And he's Ram. And then there's Kamararam. 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 Kamararam Beam. Beam. I only know it's Kamararam because it was in one of the songs. Oh, yeah. Good job listening. Um, so Beam and Ram, they are kind of opposites. And they, they depict that in a very fun way throughout this movie like water and fire um and they they come together to become best friends and they're they're both kind of on like secret quests um revolutionists in what what year does this take place like 1918 india i believe I don't it's have something it. like that i don't yeah, yeah it's uh, it's early 1900s in india uh, in pre independent india the yeah. British are oppressing the country, um, you know, with their brutal oppressions and whatnot. Uh, yeah, go from there. Yeah, it and it's it it really is just a wild fucking story about that. None of it is like actually too real, other than these characters. Funny thing about these characters, they didn't even exist at like the same time. They were both revolutionists, but being kind of like was following in Rom's footsteps like that was that was kind of like his they they took the same path in at different times i did not Uh, realize they were based on real people yeah these these are these are real revolutionists and that's about all the realism that is in this period um the stories that (laughs) take place are very very loosely based i think even like Rom's story was actually Beam's actual like history in the real world. They they jumbled a bunch of stuff up. Uh, the characters sure. are are real. They that's why they were my historical pick. But uh, you get, nothing. It's the backdrop of of oppressed India. Yeah, it it, it does take place then. Um, man, I I don't even know how to explain this movie without like getting it completely wrong. This is. This is such a wild ride. There's... Well, and that's the thing with most Bollywood movies, right? Is it's hard to sit down and like go through the whole plot of like 
Singham or War, those movies we did for Bollywood Week. Right, right. Um, but it is very much in the same vein of those two movies where it's over-the-top action, it's long, winding plots that are intricate and complex and wound in, into each other. Um, it's it's Almost like, superhuman-like heroes. And, and yeah, superhero. Yeah, exactly. That's that's superhuman main characters, your heroes. Um, you've got the intercut dance numbers and musicals, musical scenes. And, you know, you've got these movies that, you know, these plots that are so full of emotion and stuff. But then they intercut it with 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 humor. They and cut jokes. the drama with humor and jokes. Yeah. And the, it's like it's like a movie that tries to appeal to everyone, which if they made that here would fail every time. Right. But for some reason, these Bollywood movies just know the formula and they get it right. And it, it works. It appeals to everyone. There's something for everybody. And you're right. If this were American film, I'd fucking hate it. But something about what Bollywood does, I just loved it. I was laughing my ass off the entire time. I was loving the fucking energy from every fight when there's like a stampede of different animals coming out and fire. The right kind of slow motion. I say that because DC has the wrong kind of slow motion in every one of their films. This is the right kind of slow motion. It's dramatic. It's, it's, I don't know, it's additive to what's going on. It doesn't, doesn't it's hinder Bollywood. the story. It's very yeah. Bollywood style. It, yeah. But it's funny because you say slow motion, and then I can distinctly remember multiple scenes where they speed up the, the frame rate as well. Right, yeah. Where it's it's much faster um, for an effect. And like that I said, single it's shot crazy. taken at the car and the car just yeah. flips and wheels go flying and shit. Yeah, that, that was one the first one that came to mind. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it's it's wonderful. These Bollywood epics are so much fun. Yeah. I, the run the runtime is a bit of an obstacle. It is. You're right. Um it might be I... better if they were to start releasing these long ass Bollywood movies as miniseries. I was gonna I think say you get like even more people to watch them. There are you, very logical places that you could put end end of episodes. Yeah. If you release this as a as a three, four part miniseries, it would be it'd be huge. You yeah, could four do four parts, forty five minutes a piece. Yeah. I would Ooh, love that'd that. Be to, that'd be the way to do it. It's kinda because how right now, like I don't mind watching a three hour Bollywood blockbuster. But I can't get Laura to sit down and watch a movie that long. But if I yeah. was like, "Hey, forty-five minute episodes, we could watch one or two a night," <laughs> she'd be she'd be in for it. I'll bet you. Yeah, Lauren sat with me through it. I don't think she paid attention to it all that much. She she saw some bits of it, but I don't know. With the baby, either I'm watching like a half hour at a time, or we're just in the living room for five hours with him. So, like, might as well put something like this on, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that makes but I sense. loved it. I, I loved it. There was some historical stuff happening here. Uh, I know it wasn't what you were looking for, but I'm eh, fucking happy with my pick. Either. As you should be. Like I said, it, it is it's historical in that it captures the the feeling, the essence of the time. Right. Like it, it is it's okay to paint a picture of what it was like without being accurate. Right. You know what I mean? The oppression was real. The brutality was real. The anger among the people was real. You yeah, know, the revolution that, was a real thing. Like, yeah, man, this uh, thing, this this movie, 
so highly rated. 94% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. 92% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Everybody I've seen, every uh, A-list actor, B-list actor that I follow on Twitter are just raving about this film. Go watch it. Do yourself a favor. Set aside three hours. Watch this movie. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Well, that's our historical picks, kind of. Uh, why don't we get into some news here, man? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, we got a fair few things to go over here because um, because we did a breakdown last week, so there, we didn't actually get into anything uh, news-wise. So uh, what do we want to talk about first? We have a rating for the new Hel- uh, Hellraiser movie coming straight to Hulu. It's rated R, as it should be. Well, yeah, that's good. If it were uh, anything else, I'd be worried. Strong rated R for strong bloody violence and graphic nudity fuck yeah that's exactly what i want in a horror movie is that's strong all i need is strong bloody violence and graphic nudity yeah like those two things make slasher that's horror. movies that's that's a horror flick yeah so that's pretty sweet i'm pretty stoked for this uh i did not see a release date let me see here nope don't have a date yet they have not released a release date it's a weird all right, way to no say date. that but there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh what else we have an announcement and a release window for saw 10 i don't know how big of a fan you are of the saw movies but i fucking love them um they're very hit or miss for me i believe i've seen all of them i don't think there's any of them that i've actually missed but um some of them i absolutely love and some of them are like man they just needed to kill this whole thing off and never do it again and then i go watch the next one and it's like damn they brought it back they fucking did it yep Yep, and it's not bad. Yeah. Um, the director is the same director who did uh, Saw 6 and Saw the Final Chapter, which is funny to me. Um, <laughs> and then he also edited Saw 1 through 5 and Jigsaw. So he's definitely part of the franchise, which gives me hope. I never, what saw, he's doing. I never saw Spiral, Book of Saw. I never saw that. Chris Rock. Uh, I heard it was fine. I heard, actually, I heard it was not great. Uh, I should probably watch it at some point. But I believe this is going back to the original continuity. Okay. I like so that. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, while we're on horror, I want to mention that they got Jim Henson's Creature Shop to do all the animatronics for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie that's going to be coming out. That's pretty sweet because yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. I don't know. Okay. Can anyone explain to me how Five Nights at Freddy's became a kid's, a kid's game? Because that game's scary as shit. It's fucked up, man. It's it's really not it, it's not geared towards children at all. Yeah, I don't understand how it became popular with kids. Me neither. I um, I even looked it up at one point because I thought I was missing like some like core content that Five Nights at Freddy's was based off of that was like kids content and then they made it into horror. But no, it's it's No, it's just a fucked up Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, I don't know why kids love it, but I am very excited for this movie as well. Getting Jim Henson's Creature Shop involved just makes me even more excited. Definitely. Did you ever watch the ripoff Willy's Wonderland with Nicolas Cage? I did not. I heard it was terrible, but very watchable. I loved it. Yeah. It was, it's not a good movie, but damn, it was fun. Right. Like, I don't understand how we haven't had a Five Nights at Freddy's movie yet. Like, how do you have a game out that that kind of game out for so long and not make a movie out of it? So it was it's a ton of content that, that they ripped it off. 
Yeah, it's open-ended content too. Like you could do whatever you want with this, and it'd yeah, be great. yeah. There's nothing that you have to stay true to, really, except you know the characters, I guess. So yeah, that's cool. That's pretty awesome. Very. Cool. Should we get back into this weird fucking saga of Ezra Miller? I mean, it's still going on. Uh, let's let's first say that that DC did come out. Well, whoever's uh, what who's in charge of DC? They came out and said that basically the. They didn't really say, but they they basically were saying that they had three options. They could scrap the movie altogether as a worst-case scenario. They could cart Ezra Miller out there and have him apologize, and, and everything would go away as a best-case scenario. And then I forgot what number two was, but, but it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, they're sending him to treatment for complex mental health issues, uh, whatever. Ezra Miller so, is a shitty abuser. Yeah, they... They came out and apologized, right? And they technically, yeah, they said, I, I'm super sorry or whatever for all the things that I've done in my past. And it's like, brother, you, you did these things not just like six months ago, but like last fucking week, man. Yeah, like a week ago, stuff came out. So like you're, you're doing crimes because you're a crime doer. Yeah. And I'm glad you're getting help. Doesn't care about anyone else. I'm glad you're getting help, and uh, and I appreciate the apology, but I don't think I accept it honestly. Like I'd rather, I'd rather them find a way to wash this in a better way than forcing an apology out of this kid and then putting him in rehab, putting yeah. them in rehab. Excuse me. Yeah, it makes it makes no sense. Uh... I don't understand why they're not just scrapping. They'll scrap the fucking Batgirl movie that's 90% filmed, but they're going to bring Ezra Miller back as the Flash? How? So dumb. It's why? so dumb. I, I'm like, sure... You're, why are you trying to salvage the Snyderverse anyway? We're done with it, man. abject failure. We're done with it. Move I don't care on. about Aquaman 2. I don't care about the Flash. Your content, your continuity has been fucked like five times already. So why are we doing this? Scrap it. Scrap all of it. Scrap the rest of it. Stop filming Aquaman two, and and let's let's move on. Let's go somewhere else. DC. Yeah, I, I don't get it. Just I'm I'm so over it. Oh man. Well, hey, we're on, on DC. We're on DC, oh, right? You hit so more? all right, hit some more uh, DC. Batman two. So the Batman, great success. Uh, we want more. This this. A great success. Uh, this is where we do want more content, right? The Batman 2 has not yet been greenlit. <laughs> so we're still yeah. waiting on, on a green... Oh, losing you. I'm losing you. You're cutting out. You back? I'm back. Fuck. All right. I'm kind of back. Kind of back now. So the Batman 2, not yet greenlit. They, they don't have money put... It, they don't have the... They're not filming yet. We're still years away from the content we do want out of DC. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Fucking flabbergasted. Well, it's that merger. DC yeah. or Warner Brothers merged Discovery. with Discovery. And it threw everything into question. Like, there, so much stuff had been planned for HBO Max, originals and stuff, that just got scrapped. Then... Uh, all this stuff is happening. I don't know. Uh, like all these things that had been greenlit and had official approval and, and announcements are now back on the potential uh, cutting board. Hell, even HBO Max was fucking scrapped. Let's talk about this now. This they're going to be news. combining HBO with, Max with Discovery Plus. 
Yeah, so this brand new service that they just made, like how long has been has it May been of out? 2020. Like, yeah, it's been a couple of years, man. And it still isn't that great compared to some of these other streaming services. Like you know, hopefully this though, cleans it up. They, it to they be pretty great. Yeah. I watch more on HBO Max than I do on most other services that I have. They, they their content is great. I just uh, one of the reasons why they're wanting to do this this little bit of a merger with Discovery Plus is they have better I guess a better streaming service. Um, like the technology behind the better, it, the base code or something like that. I don't know exactly. So yeah, um, it it should make your HBO app even better. Um, but yeah, I I agree that their content is great. Um, for some reason, their their app I think is I don't know it it's lacking from the others. That's fair. The others being like the the ones that have done it really well are like Netflix and Hulu because they got a leg up on everybody else though. So they're the others are catching up. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll see what happens when that merger goes through, like how, how it's, everything's going to be impacted. Interesting. Uh, all right. What other news do we got here? Carl all Urban right. wants to play Judge, Judge Dredd. Say, yeah, <laughs> Carl Urban is actively saying he wants to play Judge Dredd again, uh, yes. which I'm all for sign me. Give me this. Uh, that Judge Dredd movie was phenomenal. I just uh, want more of that than the original. I want I want a whole series of him just going from mega building to mega building, just fucking clapping heads. I want this. Yeah, that is good stuff. I really hope it happens, and it's not just him like shouting into the abyss here. Yeah. Uh, you want to get into some trailers? We got a trailer for Guillermo del Toro's new show, Cabinet of Curiosities. This is going to be on is. Netflix. Uh, it's four nights of double features during Netflix Halloween event. I'm pretty excited for this. It's it's going to be sick. It looks awesome. It's an anthology series um, that is all these horror horror vignettes, I guess, um, curated by Guillermo del Toro, made by a bunch of different horror directors. Uh, really I'm cool idea. Really great setting being on Netflix Halloween. Um, thing so I, I this is a great idea they're doing good stuff here yeah definitely Trailer uh, looks great too check it out let's talk about this one you posted about this new movie fall that we've talked about a couple of times yeah and, and how and, they originally got an r rating because of profanity so uh-huh. they used deep fake technology to remove at least 30 f-bombs how did they not know they were gonna get a rated r rating my guess is it was somebody at the some executive at the last minute was like, no, this movie will be, make more money if it's PG thirteen. Yeah, you're right. And then the, yeah, they so they deep faked it, and it's still getting pretty good reviews, right? It's getting great reviews, and yeah. I really want to see it now that it now that I know being well received. Yeah, even as a PG thirteen movie, I thought this, I thought that was going to be the death of it. They're like, oh, we got to go back and deep fake all these f bombs out, and it was going to be like a cult classic later on down the road because they fucked it up so much, right? Right. But it's actually getting good reviews, so yeah, I'm curious. My curiosity has has um has been swollen, I should say. Understandable. Kind of s- You're feeling tumescent about this. Yes. A little bit engorged to see uh, this movie. I- yeah, your your desire has has swollen. You are correct. Nice, I dig that. <laughs> nice. I'm all about that. Yeah, I thought you might. <laughs> oh man, did we ever actually talk about the Batgirl movie being scrapped? I feel like we did. 
We did. We shit on it last week. <laughs> no, not last week. The week before. The week before. Okay. I wanted to make sure. Was, yeah. 90 million down the drain. Ugh. So silly. Um, and we got man. another trailer, another Netflix trailer, actually. Um, Wednesday Adams, a Tim Burton oh, yes. thing. Um, all about Wednesday Adams and, and the Adams family. Family. Catherine Zeta Jones is Morticia. Um, what? Who? Who is Gomez? I know. I know who it is. But I just can't think of his name right now. Um, Guzman. Guzman. Luis Guzman. Oh, Luis, Luis Guzman. Guzman. That's right. Yeah. Is um, Gomez. So this is going to be a fun little thing of uh, centered around Wednesday Adams and the and the Adams family. Who I think is it's gonna Christina be fun. Ricci playing? Because she's coming she's- back for this. Is she? But they haven't announced who she plays. I love that. I didn't hear that. Yeah, she's going to be in it. That's awesome. I'm definitely going to watch this then. I hope she's like, I don't know. Are they? They're going to have to do like future Wednesday where she there's like she's daydreaming about her future or something. And oh it's man, Christina could you Ricci. imagine that's what it is? Yeah, that would be oh, sick. That would be great. Okay, I'm hoping for that now. I hope that's what it is. Well, yeah, check this out. I think it's coming out. Uh, the trailer looks great. Look for the trailer. Uh, we could probably post it in our Discord. Um, that aside, the series itself is coming sometime this fall. I think it's probably a safe bet to say that it'll be sometime around Halloween. Oh, you beat me to it. Nice. Well, I don't know. Do you have anything else? That's it. I, we, we covered a good amount of news there, I think. Yeah, same. Well, that's it for the show this week. Uh, don't forget to check out all that stuff I plugged at the beginning of the episode. Uh, you can also find our new social medias. We got a, a Twitter for the for the podcast network. We got an Instagram now. What's our Instagram handle? Oh, there there's no Instagram yet until there I get the. No, I need okay. to get video capture before that. All right, I'm still working on my. I have an Instagram. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah, uh, we, we do have a new. Twitter handle at Green Mushies. So Green Mushies. Yep. Um, yeah, check all that stuff out, you guys. Uh, if and aside from that, we will be back next week with another slamming episode of Weekend Watch. Slamming. Slamming. Slamming.